Uh, well, hello, Edible Valley Podcast. I'm William Stringer. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about some young grub. Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. In each episode, we ask experts to weigh in on the food topics that matter to you, from growers, to producers, to chefs. And I challenge John, Darren, and you to learn more about your food and the stories behind it. From our hub on Vancouver Island in the beautiful Comox Valley, join us as we explore our edible valley. Hello there, this is the Edible Valley Podcast. We're jumping straight into this with something that we both sort of have an idea about. We've both got children, but... We do, correct, yes. <laughs> but it's not per se, none of this is advice. We're going to have to put one of these kind of horrific, provi- uh, what would you call it, like a warning? Don't take anything we're saying as advice, medical advice... We don't know. We're not experts, <laughs> but we're, we're, we are. We come at, at you from, from two fathers, uh, one bloody good chef and one not bloody good chef. It adds cheese to everything. But one who's in the middle of experiencing it right now, exactly, and one who's my daughter has made it to the age of sixteen now. Yeah. So I did something right. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, her mother right. did something right. Yeah, but we made it through the beginning stages. So that was always yeah. the toughest bit Indeed. of. Uh, of uh, parenthood. Yeah. So I think that's where we're coming at for this one this week is that we're going to talk a bit about baby food. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you, I mean, how do you want, I've got a lot to rant, I'm sorry, to talk about <laughs> <laughs> uh, for this. Um, I mean, I'll start and we've got little baby Penelope. It's going on eight months soon. And <clears throat> the first thing for me was when Eva was saying, well, we need to put her into baby foods, uh, get her with baby foods. A couple of things. One, I just thought baby food was just a jar of something that probably said Heinz on it and you buy it from Walmart and you and you spoon feed it. And right. they'll know what a spoon is automatically. They'll grab the, and, you, and you feed it yourself into their mouth and they eat it and they're like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. And is, that's it. Is that how it works? Job, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what did you think it was back in the day? I, I had no idea what I was getting in for. I was uh, a little naive to the whole situation, and uh, I was a little terrified about the whole situation. So It is terrifying. It is just yeah. one of those things that you're kind of like, I don't know what to do. Well, so first of all, a baby doesn't know how to swallow. You hand them food. They don't know what to do with it. They haven't of got course. any teeth to chew. Of course. And you, and, and you have to give them sometimes things, or, or we have. Again, I'm going to put that proviso. You don't have to do anything. I... My only qualification is she's still alive. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and doing very well. But, you know, uh, if you just give them food that is mashed up, then at some point they're going to have more solid food and they're not going to have the knowledge of, you know, how to eat something like that. And then you're going to see them choke. And it's, so what do you do? I mean, we, we have given her small bits of solids and now she knows... Like she can cough and she can go and then we hold, you know, we, we go, ah, as in telling her to, to spit it out. And right. We've kind of got there. But going back, what it is, is we make the food. Eva's a fantastic mother. So she, she gives her a balanced diet. She has an allergy sheet, which we're gradually ticking things off. 
Um, and Penelope does not know how to automatically eat food, so we've had to teach her. And we've also done something called baby-led weaning, which is where you do not, um, you do not feed the food into her mouth. Like here comes the airplane, that kind of style. We do not do that. Okay. We put the spoon down in front of her, and she picks it up. And anything that goes into her mouth is through. Uh, her her voluntarily Which, yeah now the good thing about this is it's on their own terms and they truly do learn the bad thing is 99 percent of it is on the floor on her face going down her her aim is gradually getting better but it takes time so that's been our experience so far and her posting you well. know what i would like to say <laughs> to add that in there that was that was my exact experience too yeah yeah most of the food is going to end up on the floor. Yeah. Usually when I cook, most of the food ends up on the floor too. Yeah. But it's a little bit of a, just a situation. It's weird, isn't it? So ever since, ever since we started feeding her food, uh, the, the cats have put on weight. Is that weird? I wonder if there's a connection. Uh, the joys in having a dog, right? <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So let's, let's get into some of these things. So like, yeah, as you were talking about, there's a whole transition. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. Like yeah. babies... Children need time to progress into it. So a lot of people start off with a lot of smoother texture things and sort of build up to yeah. get to that point that you have something that's, that's nice wise. to eat on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can't just always do mashed up puree. Obviously, at first, that's what you're going to do, but you can't always be doing that. Yeah, and yeah. it's funny to think about that. We've been doing this throughout history. Like they've got... Um, They've looked back at history and there is actually evidence, historical records uh, that say like the Egyptians, the Greeks, the Romans uh, all fed their infants soft and mashed foods. Wow. So it's something that we sort of, we work to, right? I did wonder because when you're actually in this situation, you you learn, well, she hasn't got any teeth. How is she going to chew stuff? Mm -hmm. But then if she doesn't, if she only ever has puree, then how will that transition back out of it? I mean, it's... It's a lot of work. I mean, Eva spends a lot of work learning this, preparing things, getting things ready. Yeah. And, and you're, as you were saying, you brought up about allergies and stuff like that. That's oh. an excellent point, right? Yeah. Like, and that's as part of this taking your time to bring in these new foods and stuff like mm. that is to sort of slowly introducing and see if there's any reaction. Because if you throw everything at the kid at once, it's like, whoa. You, you want to hear a story? I would love to hear a story. So I'm, I'm a real estate agent. I'm a realtor, as you know, because I'm your realtor. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I'm Anyone? more kind of introducing it to the listener there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hint, hint. No, so we were in. Uh, we did something wrong um, in terms of in terms of giving Penelope food because we decided to give her peanut butter, which is probably you'd argue the biggest allergen mm. or the most serious, and we wanted to test it. Right, let's for once and final give her peanut butter. We're ready for this one. If anything happens, ready to rush up to hospital. It's only a quarter mile up the road. We can do this. Yeah. We decided to do this when I was in the last 20 minutes of a contract negotiation. <laughs> now, if I just walk away at this point, the contract is dead and my buyers do not get their house. The other people win. A contract has a, an expiry date. And of if course. it's not signed by that date, the contract's dead. It's not legally enforceable anymore. And we decided to give her peanut butter when I was 20 minutes away from this contract date. And all I needed was my buyers to come out with a signature, but I needed to be present. And we gave her, and she did start coming out in hives. Oh, Her dear. lips started getting bigger. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, what do I do? And if she hadn't a breathe, if she wasn't breathing, I wouldn't have thought twice. We would have been right, away. Right, right, right. But 
she seemed fine. She seemed happy. Her lip wasn't, but she was coming out in hives. Mm-hmm. So I ended up taking my laptop with me. We were taken straight into the emergency room. She was fine. I could tell Penelope was fine. She was breathing fine. Um, and I was like, well, I can't, I, what do I do? You know, I, I'm quite a new realtor still. And and I, I can't just walk away from a deal. So anyway, in the end, it was okay. But I did say to the doctor, oh, sorry. You know, I thought this would, I thought the doctor would be all right with this. I said, sorry, I'm on the computer. Last 10 minutes of a deal. And he looked at me like I was scum. <laughs> really? Your daughter uh... is in the literal emergency room and you're on your computer. <laughs> um, oh, it looked terrible. So you live and you learn. Do not give her a, an allergen. For the first time, when you really need to be doing something else. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great, <laughs> great lesson to pass on to, to pass on for sure. Because who knows, right? Yeah, <laughs> rather be safe than sorry. Oh man, this is like a. It's I'm sort of like I don't even know where to start at, and I'm trying to remember back to my old stories with my daughter, and you know, I just remember all those different just slowly introducing different foods to her. And then we got into the point of doing the whole difference between whether buying, making your own. Yeah. Or whether buying store-bought. What do you do? You know what? It was a, I tried doing a lot of home. Okay. Home. As you're a chef. As I am a chef. So it was a lot of, yeah. And I bought a little, a lot of gimmicky little things, not knowing that I had the correct, tools to use which i should have been using in the first place so i mean it 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 stands to reason now we are actually as we speak eva is shopping for um canned or jarred baby food and Mm -hmm. the reason for that is because we've got to the point now where she is so restricted in what she can do that she wants to have the option occasionally of feeding her out the jar but she did a lot of research to find you know not just a big brand it needs to be just top quality um, and something that's that's pure. That we're not just giving our daughter processed stuff. Right. But I don't really have an opinion on that other than I think it stands to reason that we make fresh for her. But I'm sure you can get store-bought that is very, very good if you shop well. Well, and that's it. And there are some bonuses with store-bought stuff is because a lot of them can have uh, enriched nutrients into them as well, right? So you can have uh, sort of added... Uh, iron calcium and vitamins so that you can increase mm. the, the baby's intake i mean i'd argue that that just tampers with the natural order of things and that that the best way is just to do it as nature i mean if you oh, I agree walk down the cereal aisle at, at, at the supermarket every single one of them says infused with this that and the other and that's only because it's had everything taken out of it <laughs> and then and they put it back in and it's just like what it's never going to be as good. You well, need to stick to nature. That's why I got to a lot of myself <clears throat> when we're doing a lot of home home base or mm. home home cooking for for, yeah. for uh, Michaela at that time <clears throat> because we would take all these great ingredients. So I'd bring in like some yams and nice. I would steam them up. And I'm going to give you a recipe later about steamed yams, which yeah. is a great way to go. Super easy. We'll even probably do a little uh, live video of Yeah, well, of that's something it, that right? we're doing now at the end of every podcast. I say every one of them. A lot of them. <laughs> Tie myself into this. Uh, but yeah, you go, you head over to our, our, our Facebook page and you will watch a live 
with us doing whatever we're, we've told you we're doing on live. And today it's going to be the baby food. Um, what are you doing? You're well, I was saying work. since we're talking about that, why don't I just read out this little Do you want the recipe, recipe now? Yeah, we yeah, can just throw out this really... Cool. So really easy. And you can prep this up ahead of time. Uh, but get like two, two medium-sized sweet potatoes would be a yep. great one. You could also do this with yams. Okay. Uh, and then a little bit of water for steaming. Uh, basically, you can uh, peel and wash the sweet potatoes and cut them into uniform... Uh, uniform pieces, right? Okay. Just that makes it easier for them to steam and they'll all be done at the same time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's the same principle as cooking anything. but uh, And then you can just place them, I mean, a steamer basket is a great way to do it over uh, boiling water. Or even if you want to do the microwave way, you could do them in the microwave where you could just put a little bit of water, cover them with a lid and, and, and do that way. And it usually takes about uh, like steam for probably like 15 to 20 minutes just basically until you can put a, a fork through them right and so yeah, they're nice yeah, and yeah. smooth and tender uh, and then you can take them off uh, and transfer them into a food processor or a blender uh, give them a zap and then i would have a little bit of uh, a liquid to add to that so okay. if you wanted to do milk or water uh, you could use even breast milk would be okay. suitable, uh, or you could do formula in Means there. Means I Just, can't taste any though. <laughs> Although could I? I mean, a lot of people say fair enough. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so you could add those into there, and then two, you get a nice, consistent, smooth consistency, right? Yeah. If that's what you're looking for, and then you allow it to cool. And now you can store this in the fridge for like two or three days. Nice. No problem. Nice. Nice sealed container. Or you could even put them into an ice cube tray, which okay. would be a great way. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So you can yeah. cube them all up, put them in the freezer. Uh, and then when you want one, you pull it out and just heat it up again. Easy. And then, yeah. And then basically once it's cooled down to, uh, to a nice temp body temperature, you can feed it. And hopefully you Lovely. can just, as you were saying, just put it down there in front of them and they will just dive into it. So. And you're going to make one of them for Penelope later on. I will definitely Live. do that. We'll have some f <laughs> We'll have some food for her. Definitely. I love it. Uh, right now, we are rapidly running out of time. Uh, so let's, uh, let's keep on moving through this. How, you know, what would you say to allergies? Well, allergies is definitely let's slowly introduce. I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah. Uh, most ac um, experts recommend, you know, like definitely uh, things like peanuts or eggs um, are just a great way. You yeah. know, there's such things as kiwis and strawberries. Oh, yeah. Sort of throwing those in one yeah. at a time. Um, I remember one of Michaela's favorite thing, in, which probably ended up on the floor the most, but was just avocados. Oh, now Penelope doesn't love them, but she loves bananas. See, there's another great one, right? So yeah. just those nice soft fruits, you know, yeah. you can mash them up with a fork yeah. and stuff. Just put them in front of them and give them a chance to exactly. eat them. Um, so it, it is important. You can you can download on many websites like a matrix that has these foods and then you can actually document, right, she's okay with that, she's okay with that and just keep that going like that. I mean, I remember we, we did that and it was a much easier way of keeping track. Mm -hmm. and, and of course, not mixing allergens because I mean, what do you do? What if they, she starts getting hives? Uh, you don't know which one it is. Uh, so yeah, just to, to be keen to do that. Excellent, yes. Um, so transitioning beyond that, what would you say? So once you've, she, they, you, you've, got your, you've got your baby foods, you're doing this and it's working well and they've worked out how to choke and things like that. 
which is not a nice I, sensation I, I, to watch, by the way. Oh, they've learned not to choke. I think that's what you're shooting for. <laughs> yeah, no, but you want them to learn to choke. Yes, I guess. I, I mean, this is another thing, actually. So we've done a baby first aid course. Okay. You absolutely have to do this before you even start, before they've had their first meal. You need to know what to do if they don't manage to choke. I mean, oh, yeah. I learned so much from that. If you hear them choking, they can breathe. If you don't hear anything, they can't breathe. So if you don't hear anything, it is a real problem. Mm-hmm. If you hear them, it's a problem, but they can breathe. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear them making any noise. But all of these things, you need to have a baby first aid course uh, before you do any of this. I mean, I'm imagining anyone listening to this will have probably walked this path or have nothing to do with kids or maybe about to have kids and all this will be building up. But, yeah. you know, there it is. It's It's... All of it was news to me six months ago. <laughs> and 16 years ago for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's, I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's one of those things I think a lot of people get scared about. Mm. Uh, and I mean, your goal is here is just to get some good nutritious food into your child. Yeah. Because that's just going to make them grow up, make yeah. them stronger, and make them better people all yeah. around, right? Like, I mean, final angle I'd look at this at is what you want your child to see you doing mm-hmm. because we you know we've got a sweet tooth i like crisps we've already discussed this do we want her to see us snacking on all the awful foods it's true we don't of course yeah absolutely not so that's another angle to look at it from is what do you want her to see and where do you do it you know we eat around a dinner table now we eat our dinner together with her being fed and us because we don't want her to see us eating in front of the TV. That's the That can lead to a dysfunction where when you watch TV, you eat. That can lead to all sorts of things. Um, and we also want her to see us eating healthy green foods. Well, so it's a I, really good inspiration. I think you're going back to something that we always talk about here on the Edible Valley is just sharing meals together. Yeah. It's and really even important. if you're not eating the same food, yeah. you can at least share together, yeah. right? So yeah. Yeah, having those experiences and sitting down with your child while they're eating and while they're learning to eat is yeah. it's it's not only like great experience, but it's also very entertaining if you ask me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is really fun. And if you ever are in a situation where you don't know, I mean these days there's so much advice out there, but I, I can say if you've got a friend that's had a baby and they're and they're decent parents, I mean go to them. I mean, that, that'll give you a wealth of advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of it too is don't try to force things that don't work for you. Mm. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm going to go back to like a lot of my experiences uh, just being like with my daughter. Mm. She's turned out as a wonderful human being and we had some difficulties in the beginning with her feeding. Mm. Uh, she wasn't latching properly. So it was a bit of an oh, issue. Yeah, we, yeah. Had, we had the same yeah, and yeah, it's it's just issues. a part, and the the thing is, is just to make sure that there's food yeah. in your child's stomach. So try and do it, yeah, the best way you can possibly. It's true, yeah. The uh, you know babies have been alive for many many years, mm-hmm. and and you know we haven't always had the technology and the information we do now. So you know Eva is a very attentive mother, and she's always worried and always trying to make sure that we're doing the best thing. But you know. 
you don't need to worry. <laughs> That's all I want to say. I mean, I, I think it would have been great actually if we had had a, a, a girl or a lady on uh, this podcast. A mother is what we're a talking mother. about. A mother, there we go. Yeah. That's the word. Um, this is because, definitely baby food for dads. Yeah, I mean, probably we should have put that proviso <laughs> out there. But, but there we go. This is where we are. And, and, Eva is an immensely attentive mum, but she worries so much. And sometimes I think, you know what, you're doing a great job. And, you know, people have done a lot of the same stuff, but with a lot less before. And it's just like, you know, you people can just relax a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and as long as you're there and attentive and present, a lot of it's going to come naturally. Yeah. And, you know, it's like creating your different foods and mm. you can take a lot of foods you... You eat yourself normally yeah. and just keep them. Don't don't season them as heavy and don't, yeah. you know, keep them as simple as possible. You know, that. I think children have a bit more taste buds than, than us adults because, you know, as a child, there's so many things I used to love that I can't do anymore. And so many things I love now that I would never touch when I was, was yeah. younger. So, All right. Well, that was an interesting one. Uh, we would really love some communication with anyone who is interested in this as well on Facebook. Yeah, definitely. Uh, And feel free to email us and tell us your stories about uh, baby food and some experience of how how things work for you. We're always interested to see on other people's experience and food and and how they got to the place where we are. I mean, there's probably this is probably we can probably do another episode down the line uh, once we get a little bit more experience from people. Then you will have a lot more experience, I know, moving forward here. So yeah, (laughs) we're only we're only eight months in. You're only you've only got four teeth right now, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Adorable four teeth, but only yes, four. Yes, yes. We had a beautiful evening where we actually sat with you guys the other day. Oh, yeah. Land and Sea. What a wonderful pub that yeah, is. Yeah, we had the yeah. four of us there and had some some chips, and she was delightful and such a wonderful little girl. So. She just, thank you. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> All right, well, thank you very much. It's been another episode of the Edible Valley podcast. Uh, I'm uh, William Stringer. And I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser, and thank you for listening. Cheers. And that wraps up another episode of the edible valley podcast thanks for tuning in and a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast they make it possible for us to showcase your local food community we'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at edible valley where you can check out our blog find recipes and tips behind the scenes and of course keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your edible valley <laughs> yeah, do you want to press record this? Yep, yeah, that's record. <laughs> Actually, let's uh, let's make sure you're. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. I. Hey. Hey. Will. Hey. When <laughs> we just start this podcast differently every time. That's right. That's all. Uh, well, hello, Edible Valley Podcast. I'm William Stringer, and I'm Chef Jonathan Fraser, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about been- some. Yeah, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> okay, ready again?